nose knows. Unless you sound like old dirty ass motherfucker. <laughs> Ro shit hit different. Bro. Ro take a long time, man. I hate these artistic dudes. He's coming. Yeah, what's wrong? Come on, Ro. <laughs> <laughs> This is the I'm Kinda Famous Podcast. I'm your host, Lester Rowe. New week, new episode. Episode 112 of the I'm Kinda Famous Podcast. K-I-N-D-A Famous Pod, P-O-D.com, the official website, or Facebook.com slash Kinda Famous Pod. This is too loud. Arrowfilms.com, my official website. Uh, Got some updates coming there. Did some shoes, did some videos. Um, so you'll see some things up there coming real soon. Uh, people collectors, get you them clean ass people collectors. Uh, t-shirts are moving. T-shirts are moving. Uh, we got that, uh, bandanas as well. Then we got the jogging shorts. So you can cop any one of those. I don't think I put the bandanas up just yet. Uh, I will very, very soon. Um, I'm in the process of redesigning my website. Um, as well as creating a dedicated people collector website. So I can't tell you when that's going to launch because I really just don't even know. But uh, as well, like I said, facebook.com slash kind of famous pod is where you can go to check out all the tomfoolery that I post. Um, And as I record this, I realize I do not have my charger let me go grab my charger hold up hold on don't make it happen if we're about to make it work boom there we go there we go we here Got the charger. We going. Got the microphone. Hold on. Yeah. This how you know. This how you know for real, for real. I don't edit my show. <laughs> Just stop midway to grab my charger. Like fuck it. So we got it now. Uh, like I said, Facebook.com/slash kind of famous part. Hey, and follow me. On the social shit, Roy is famous. Roy is famous on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I'm trying to get my activity going on there as well. Uh, Arrow, I got a couple sites, but Roy is famous. Anyway, let's move on. Um, so this week, man, it's just it's a whole lot of bullshit happening this week. Um. I'm still dealing with the fucking Ghost Chronicles. And I have no idea what is for real going on uh, around here, man. What happened? Uh, so I come home. No, I don't know if I already talked. If I talked about it before, whatever. It is what it is. Came home one day. Light bulbs busted. Two light bulbs. I got a... I'm looking at it. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six... 
two uh two of them was broken like and it was broken two uh two of them was broken like all right so check this out <laughs> i just punched this in i just punched this in because randomly the recording stopped it just stopped and and so i listen back and i'm leaving this shit on here i'm leaving this on here i just listened back right so i could punch in and for whatever reason whatever i was talking about just looped but anyway i'm gonna finish this story cautiously so the glass is broken on the ground oh no i talked about two light bulbs i know the cat didn't do it so anyway i got cam- you ain't hear none of this i'm repeating it the cats uh I, I, the cat i got cameras i got camera where like I can legitimately like while I'm gone, I can say if it detects motion, send me some information, send me the message, or uh, send me yeah, send me a message, send me video, send me like um, pictures and shit. So uh, I come home and glasses on the ground, broken glass somehow, and I'm like, okay, there's no reason for no fucking glass to be on the ground. I don't know how I got there, so I'm like walking through my apartment is you know it's daylight savings type shit, so ain't got no light. So I'm I'm slow walking through my shit because I'm thinking, I don't know what the fuck is happening in my place. For real. Um, so I realized wasn't nobody there because at the this very moment I didn't realize it was glass. All I know is how could I leave and then put something behind my door to prevent me from opening the door? I I don't know. So um that prompted me to set the camera. I hadn't set the camera. So I set the camera. Uh, not uh, I set the things up to give me my notifications. And that next day, come back home. I got my the little sage joint. The sage joint is on the ground. Uh, a check. Just some a bunch of random shit is on the ground that was on my little bar stand type thing. I go check the camera. No activity. It shows zero activity at this time. And I'm not bullshitting about this shit. So I still have no idea what the hell is going on. Like me just, I, 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 I started this, like this little glitch that you heard earlier and me punching this in, like I punched this in because it stopped and then it did whatever it did. I literally just told you I don't edit my show because I just stopped to go find my fucking charger. Um, and just kept the thing going. So if I was going to stop it, I would have stopped it then. And I did not. I have no idea what's going on with my place for real. But, uh, that's just, that's where we at. And here's the thing. I haven't saged yet because I don't know how. And I keep reading like you want to do it right. And this is me like succumbing to like the possibility that, uh, saging and doing things like that is legitimate. It really does get rid of evil and all this, or, or or whatever. Like I'm saying, okay, if this is real, I'm gonna do it right, so I don't fuck nothing up and fuck my whole life up. You know what I'm saying? So I haven't saged yet, but we are getting drastically close to doing this. <laughs> like we are getting very close to making sure uh, uh, this this young sage gets uh done correctly so anyway what else made some artwork you know worked on a little bit of art um got a uh 
got something I'm playing on. I'm going to be selling some shit real soon. Actually working on a piece for my brother, my little brother. Um, I, uh, I owe him some artwork. Damn, I got to do one for my sister, too. You know, these holidays is coming up, you know, between Thanksgiving. I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. We're going to talk about it later. But I'm going to keep it 100. I'm going to keep it 110 for real uh, about these holidays. So before I get, but I'm going to do some, make some artwork for my brother. Uh, so he has some of mine. He said he's moving soon. So I'm going to go down to Dallas pretty. Yeah, I'm going to try to go this week. Honestly, I got to pick up my pop's ashes. Um, and uh, make some for my sister. My sister, like the only person for real in my family that has no artwork of mine. And uh, so I'm going to do that. Like, she's never had any artwork of mine. Um, we just a, we just different. Man, let me pull up my young noses. Uh, so, man, look, it's some shit I want to talk so bad. But the only reason I'm not because of the respect of the people involved. But I do want to talk shit about a certain particular exact topic so bad. But I can't. I will probably at some point. At least I'm going to stretch it out, you know, until like you can't really tell or they can't tell. Because friend of the show, <laughs> they listen to the show um, and may have even been on the show. But. I digress. Uh, pulling up my young notes here. Hey, so man, so uh, I'm gonna hit this real quick. The impeachments, the uh, government impeachments, man. Donald Trump. Donald Trump looks like he's getting impeached. I'm gonna tell you what's so interesting to me. What's so interesting about this whole like thing to me, because uh, um, it's amazing to me how simply disagreeing with Trump make people call like like you see people call people like Democratic hacks or like I I'm I don't want to come off disrespectful, but if I do, I kind of don't give a fuck because um. It's stupidity. Um, cognitive dissonance is such a real thing that it's insane to me. There was things about Obama I did not like. You hear that? There's things about Obama I did not like. Forget him as a person. Policy things about Obama I did not like. Because it affected me directly. But as a whole, I understood it. And I understood why he did certain things to help support certain kind of people. So there's things that was taken from me to help people who are less fortunate than me. That affected me quite a bit. That was like, eh, I can afford it. Fuck it. Right. And there's things that he. So if I'm okay with that. I also have to be okay with the things that he did to help people who are far more fortunate than me. Even though I feel like it went against some of the things that he sold us on. 
there are certain things about Obama that the optics was perfect. And it looked good. And I want that from my black leader. So the first black leader of the uh, United States of America. So with that, that means at no point was Obama perfect. Right? It's not perfect. It's not saint in chief. Um, he, uh, as they say, had some of the highest deportations of illegal immigrants ever. So, these things are said. It's amazing to me how criticizing Trump, you're the worst person ever. You're a democratic shrill. You are everything that's wrong with this country. Right? I'm watching the impeachments and then I'm looking at the commentary and the commentary will lead you to believe that all these people are just magically against Trump. That he could have done no wrong. That it's a witch hunt. That it's a hoax. That it's everything that he tells people to say. And to me, those people are fucking ridiculous and dumb people. If you if 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 you support what he has done, like not even support what he's done. If you look at this. And the amount of people that say Hillary should be in jail, Hillary should be locked up. If anybody does anything illegal, especially in government, obviously illegal, they are arrested, right? I mean, that's how it kind of works. He told people that he was going to lock Hillary up for what he, things that she's done, the lies she's told, all this type of shit, right? She is still not arrested. But if you look at the investigation into the presidency of Donald Trump, there are several people arrested that worked in government. A le- legitimately arrested. Roger Stone is now a convicted felon um, from his trial uh, to protect Donald Trump, as people call it. In this impeachment, I am seeing so many people get hung to dry and left out to dry. And then I'm seeing so many people get criticized for doing their job. Like to tell on Trump means that you're shrill for the Democrats. What has happened to just doing if even if you like a person, if they do something illegal you don't have to protect it, right? Like, you don't like, that's not your obligation is to protect these people. It's insanity. And yet, many Donald Trump Republican people from government, because personally, I believe that they know better. I th- believe that they know better. But to protect your party at the cost of the United States of America, to me, to me, is... Uh, 
what's this shit called? Uh, tyranny? I don't know. Something uh, like whatever that thing that like Edward Snowden is supposed to be. You know what I mean? Like it feels like you turn your back on the country. So I'm watching this impeachment, and I just, I just don't understand it. I just don't understand the just, just if he's wrong, he's wrong, and that's just the end of it. Like you don't have to say, yeah, I like his policy. Just say I like his policy. I rather him be president, and I understand that he did something wrong. You can't say that because it's a hoax. It's a manhunt. It's this. It's witch hunt. It's all this bullshit to protect a man who clearly is not fit to do this job. A man who is constantly lied, who's constantly made up information. And as he moves the goalpost, these people move with it. How can you do that? How do you reconcile that? Because if you can reconcile that, why are you continuously talking about Hillary Clinton being arrested? How is it Jeffrey Epstein, who is this child, whatever, whatever, uh, predator, who either killed himself or he didn't. I won't talk about conspiracy just yet. But how is it Jeffrey Epstein's relationship with the Clintons is something and his relationship with Donald Trump is nothing? Almost ignored. He didn't know the guy. Plenty of parties. Plenty of pictures with Jeffrey Epstein. Trump even saying he knows Jeffrey Epstein. And you guys will protect that. Make that nothing. Make the thing with the Clinton something. You know how extremely powerful they would have to be for that to be true? Well, I guess they're pretty powerful. But. so. I'm locked in into the impeachments, man. I'm watching it. They got a couple people coming up really soon who are first-hand witnesses. Here's another thing. Just think about this. Just real quick. Uh, So all these people say, like, he didn't do it. He didn't do it. There is never going to be a point in my life that I'm on trial for anything. And I got witnesses who was in the room and was there who could tell you how much I did everything right. Who could possibly help acquit me of the crimes I'm being alleged? I will always say, man, come on in. Come talk to these people, man. Let them know. I wouldn't say, hey, don't talk. And no, no, don't talk. But here's the truth. And I'm just going to end with this. Donald Trump will be arrested. He will be arrested. Um. Because there's no precedence for arresting a sitting president, the moment that his term is either over or he's impeached, he will be arrested. They won't say that because they can't say that. And you don't want to um, play all your cards in the public or cause any unnecessary uproar. But the moment that he's no longer in office, he will be arrested. I guarantee it. Roger Stone is arrested. Like all these people who's been arrested, who who's working around the biggest mob boss ever. Yeah. If they going down, he's going down. And these people have been talking. But let's move on. Uh, T.I. Uh, T.I.'s daughter has been 
um, uh, T.I.'s daughter uh, was offered um, and didn't say how much, but offered a contract or offered, you know, some money basically to do a scene with Porno Hub. Uh, for those who don't know, T.I., Martin Luther Tip, has, uh, I think I said last week, he was talking about going with his daughter to the gynecologist to make sure her uh, hymen's is, hymen is still intact, basically hoping to c- confirm or affirm that his uh, daughter is no longer having, uh, is not having sex uh, and still maintaining her virginity. Uh, so Porno Hub offers her some money to do a scene. Now, I have no idea if Tip is going to respond. T.I. is going to respond. Young Clifford Harris is going to respond. Um, it's the worst thing he could do. And this is why. He shouldn't entertain that at all. Because the thing about porn and porn-like things is they make parodies. And there's nothing you can do to stop a parody. And the last parody T.I. wants, because it's legal, thanks to uh, uh, Luke Skywalker and 2 Live Crew and the things that they did, Luther Campbell did uh, for the freedom of speech and things that Larry Flint of Hustler Magazine has done. There is nothing illegal about parody that is not just subject to Saturday Night Live. It is also parody in the scheme of uh, pornographic material. The last thing T.I. wants, he will not win a fight against the porn industry. They have a shit ton of money, for one. More money than he probably has. Uh, You know why? Because Pornhub was trying to buy one of the stadiums, uh, a football stadium. T.I. ain't got football stadium money. You know what I'm saying? So they set up and make the parody. He does not want the parody of his daughter having sex while major multi-platinum rap artist is in the other room uh uh you know um hoping his daughter is you know whatever they come up with but they'll come up with something and that will infuriate him even more than he's pissed off you know i mean if he is pissed off about this or just ignoring it hopefully he's simply ignoring it because uh, he don't want that smoke he don't want that smoke at all. Um, and so it's a very uh, interesting thing. I, you know, he it was too much information in. Now you have, honestly, you've, as a father, the, you want to protect your kids. You definitely want to protect them from the public. But when you're a mega superstar and you say what he said, um, that was selfish. What T.I. did was selfish. He was not thinking about his kid. He was thinking about celebrity. He was thinking about entertainment. And now he put he just put his child in the public eye and public ire for criticism and, and, and everything that comes with the celebrity he created for himself. I don't know much about his daughter. I don't know enough to comment too much and not know 
you know, how she feels about the entertainment business if she wants to be an entertainer. Because being a famous uh, father, uh, she got to take that to school with her. She got to take that, you know, with her in her day to day. That one, she's a virgin. Maybe she didn't want people to know that. Two, that uh, this is something her father does with her. And three, the criticism that can come with, you know, a, a, a agency or company like Pornhub saying these sort of things in public. And now that has added an extra spice to her life that she probably uh, didn't plan for. Um, you know, you, 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 you hate to see it. <laughs> you hate to see it. Um, and that's what we, you know, we, we try to protect our kids. But in his case, being a celebrity, it's going to be tougher to bring and put that, that, that back into, into the bottle. Um, it's already enough parents who expose their kids for our entertainment on um, social media and make them, you know, viral moments and things like that. So, T.I., I don't know, man. Like I said last time, I don't know, bro. Need to chill out. You know, they people say you can't tell people how to parent, and that's true. And I'm not telling you how to be a parent. I'm telling you how to be decent. You know, that's why I said it was selfish. It wasn't a decent thing to say about your child. Like, I can make jokes about my kid, but there's my mom. Yeah, I make jokes about my mom. But there is a, a, a line you probably just don't want to cross when you don't know. I don't know. Because that, that could follow her. Let's say she do want to be a fucking celebrity. Let's say she do want to be, like, in the entertainment business. You know, when she starts doing interviews, that's going to come up. You know, I tip, you did it, brother. You did that. Let's move on, man. I hate seeing this shit. <laughs> Every time I see it, it makes me mad. It makes me sick. Let me look at this young clock. All right. So... Um, Colin Kaepernick had a workout. I'm lifting my Colin Kaepernick ban from the show for now because I guess I got to talk about it. Um, Colin Kaepernick, uh, got a trial at the NFL. A lot of people think this is because of Jay Z. Jay Z's doing. I don't know, man. I don't really give a fuck. I think it's so many parts and pieces that entered into this Colin Kaepernick. A protest conversation that it's not about what it's about. This was never about football. I do not give a fuck about the football part. It just happens that he's a football player and he allowed his cause to be co-opted into some bullshit. He also and hold on. See, that's how convoluted it is. It's so much shit. It's so much reframing of the narrative. Because Colin Kaepernick, for all intents and purposes, is a terrible speaker. Or, 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 
Colin Kaepernick, as I've said countless of times, never. Actually, I've been dealing with the Colin Kaepernick saga since, I mean, very early on in the podcast's uh, birth. Um, you know, I got with uh, Trey on one of the episodes, sports writer out of Dallas, Texas. Um, uh, and we we chopped it up about the Colin Kaepernick and racial issues within the uh, organization of the uh, National Football League. Now, here's the shit. I don't believe Colin Kaepernick ever wanted to get this far. I truly believe Colin Kaepernick who lost to starting job as an NFL football player, as a guy who was considered one of the elite quarterbacks. He lost his job, um, and he found a way to kind of get some attention. I think that um, it got out of hand. He started a movement that he didn't expect to start, and he had to stick with it. It was too late, and he knew what it would look like. Um, I don't think he ever wanted to get fired. Um, I think he was having a terrible year, maybe year and a half if you count the previous season, where he wasn't as um, he wasn't performing the way he was, and it, and it wasn't necessarily his fault. His team was trash. I mean that. That can happen. A good quarterback can look like a terrible quarterback. He also was a quarterback that was ahead of his time uh, as one that ran the option early on. And that became, slowly became um, uh, the new scheme of the NFL, which you see more often than not. So he protested. Ah. Damn, he protested and uh, it got bigger than, I mean, it, it, it grew. It got bigger than he ever could have probably imagined. He had to stay with it all the way up to losing his job. But he had so much support, he felt good about it, probably. Um, But... It's so hard to talk about this shit because I, I really wish it would end. Um, but so many black people co-opted because of the whole uh, racial thing in the NFL. Donald Trump uh, chastising both Colin and the NFL. They made it about patriotism. They made it about the flag. They made it about everything except for what he claimed it was about, which probably was in earnest, but um, about uh, social injustice. Because at that time, there was a lot of police shooting. My thing is, not a lot of has changed. Not a lot has changed. One of the things that he said going into this little um, audition that he was having for the NFL Saturday um, that he was granted by the NFL was that he's been ready for three years. My thing has always been, and I said it now, I said it then. If the league is racist, why do you want your super soul brother playing for the racist league? If these owners are racist, if they colluded against him, 
Why would we want to throw him back in that bullshit, basically? Why would we want that for him? Why does he want that for him? If this league is blackballing him, boycotting him, showing him nothing but disrespect, if nothing about social injustices have changed, I know Jay-Z signed up and Jay-Z didn't. I, I, I know all these things have happened. And they are still happening. Why would he want to come back to it? If he doesn't kneel. If he gets signed and he doesn't kneel. What has changed? Where he felt okay with it. Did he just learn that. Having a job is better than not having a job. When the only thing you want to do is play football. When you probably got tired of everyone wanting to talk to you about the same thing and you really didn't ever want to talk about that in the first place. See, the thing is, what he was preaching about could have had more of an impact uh, because they got the players tribune where, you know, basically all these players can have opt eds and things like that and 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 engage in some of their feelings and it's published to the just it, it's a it's a neat fucking thing that they do for the players. Uh and I think that is pretty I think it's dope. I think it's awesome. Um But the players could have got together and made this a mission. Because look, breast, cause really what it's about is one singular word, is awareness. The NFL does things with Susan, the Susan G. Coleman Breast Cancer Foundation for breast cancer awareness. They have uh, boys, uh, a Play 360. They have the boys and girls thing. Uh, a Play 360 is, is, is about um, um, health, being healthy, being, you know, things like this. I got things for mental health. Uh, mental uh, health. They got things for basically uh, patriotism, military awareness. They got things for, uh, you know, young kids that are dying. All these things that brings awareness to different causes. So if awareness is really what you was trying to do, um, I believe he could have did it. I believe it could have happened. If enough players would have got together, if Colin got these players together in this time and promoted and pushed towards that, it is possible that the NFL would have said, you know what? Y'all are right. Because i tell you what hasn't happened, and I don't know what week we're in. I think week nine of the NFL. Jay-Z joined the NFL a couple weeks before the regular season. And the whole thing, he did this whole sit-down about um, about um, social awareness and and you know you 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 know what this about you know what this about everybody in this room knows what this about he did this he did this in, in a room for the NFL committee and commissioner and all this type of shit as a way to bring awareness to the thing I have yet to see a fucking halftime show a halftime presentation a mid-game presentation, a pre- or post-game presentation, any 
ESPN, NFL Network pieces that have been about social justice, social reforms, police brutality, and all these things that have still continued to happen. I understand that Amber Geiger's situation is not necessarily police brutality, but you cannot convince me that there hasn't been police brutality of any form or any significance that there hasn't been social justice issue you have the rodney reed situation that we should have been talking about but fortunately we are talking about i have yet to hear the nfl talk about it at all all these things have continued to happen we're at week fucking nine or ten of the nfl and i have not seen a single piece but guess what fucking jay-z has brought secure and some other motherfucker to the nfl super bowl halftime show Colin Kaepernick has a practice with the NFL on a Saturday. So football is on Sunday. No one's really looking. People showed up to see him. But was that his mission? Was that why the Jay-Z came to, to soften the situation so Colin Kaepernick could get back in the league? Because you told me it was about something else. And everyone's like, wait and see. We got to wait and see. We got to wait and see. But this fucking football game, this game that people play have zero, have nothing, have little to do with what can ever happen in the fucking streets of black, brown America. It will influence nothing that happens in black, brown America. It will not stop a single gunshot from a police officer who's fucked up it won't stop shit so how did we put these two things together to make that make sense to us to think that's acceptable Colin Kaepernick because of what we believed his mission was a was about for him to say, I've been waiting for this moment. I've been ready for three years. I've been shut out of this. Have you? Have you? It's about you kneeled. You know how they felt. And you continue to kneel. And to me, if the cause is that important to you and nothing has changed. Then why would you want to be there? Unless it was never about that. And it was always about football for him. And people roll with it. And people roll with it. Because you cannot tell me anything has changed. So if nothing has changed, why start where you left off? Colin? Jay? I don't understand it. But guess I don't have to. Because Negroes are convinced that there's a difference. No, Jay-Z made 444. People love Jay-Z. Jay-Z is an epitome of the businessman and what the black man from the crack can't crack uh game can become. But that's fool's goal. 
and him getting Colin back in the league does nothing for the mission. Guarantee it. Nothing. But, 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 awareness. And that's what it's about. It's about awareness. And I'm fine with that. But it's week nine or ten of the NFL regular season, and I have not seen seen a single bit of awareness. I have not heard a single bit of awareness. I don't hear fucking Troy Aikman saying shit. I don't hear Chris Chris Collinsworth saying uh shit. I don't see Chris uh not Chris Carter uh uh Michael Strahan saying anything. Howie ain't said shit. Bradshaw ain't said shit. Uh 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 Dan Marino ain't said shit. Uh, 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 who else? You know, Michael Irvin. I go through the whole list. Ain't nobody said nothing about social uh, justice reform or police brutality or anything that's happened. I haven't seen a mention of uh, uh, any of the, the 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 people who lost their lives. I ain't heard nobody say anything about Rodney Reed. This is a perfect time for the NFL to jump in on that. Really about social injustice and um, reform and making sure that there's awareness to these type of issues. I haven't seen not a single person on that NFL broadcast since Jay-Z's been signed, since Colin Kaepernick brought himself back up and everything else uh, The go with that that has anything, a single thing, an iota or a drop about social justice. I'm just saying. If so, you tell me. I'll listen. You can hit me up, kindoffamouspod at gmail.com or get in the comments of the thing. I don't give a fuck. And I'll wait. I'll wait. Roe is famous. Find me however you want to find me. You tell me how. This has made any difference. How there has been any change that makes a person say, I'm back on. I've been watching. I thought it was bullshit from the beginning. So I don't confuse me with the motherfucker that protesting the NFL. Didn't do it. But uh, there's that. Now, I said uh, the holidays. Talk about the holidays. Talk about the holidays. Let's see what's going on. Uh. <laughs> so, uh, right now, the uh, Facebook page, Kind of Famous Pod, is kind of you know, we got the jokes and shit are rolling. It's going on right now. It's happening right now. If you tune in right now to the kind of famous pod on Facebook.com, and we got everything you need, you like, and want. Go check it out right now. Facebook.com slash kind of famous pod. Again, Facebook.com slash kind of famous pod. K-I-N-D-A famous pod. P-O-D right now. And while you're over there, give us a sign, drop us a sign, and give us a line, and we'll hit you back. If you want one of these clean ass people collectors. Anyway. These people are so fucking phony, man. Um It's better than Sure. See, it may seem like I just stopped. I really stopped to kind of let that last thing breathe a little bit. But uh, holidays coming up, man. Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving is a beautiful time. People get their family. Christmas is coming up. So this is where people start spending a little bit more money because they want to make that fucking, you know, make things pop. Real quick, 
Shout out to my damn Dallas Cowboys, man. We won. We won. We won our little old game. So, yeah, we popping. But anyway, um, so the holidays. So, it's been a tough one. I'm going to say this. Um, In 2020, I don't make a lot of declarations, right? Like, I'm all about, like, whatever you want to do, start doing that shit now. Start working on it now. Um, um, But the way my life is set up, <laughs> the way my life set up is not, you know, indicative of, of that. So, in 2020, I am making a full commit- commitment to go back to therapy. To go be seen in therapy. Get my shit together, man. Get my mental health right. Um, I had someone say to me about my response to life that in the last year, I've experienced um, several deaths of people that was extremely close to me, including my father. And the way that I deal with those issues is I work through those issues. I do work. I create. I come up with something. And I keep working. But I'm not working on it. I work through it, but I don't work on it. Um, Which is true. Uh, my pops died. Two days later, um, Southpaw, Nick Watkins, uh, one of my closest, uh, a very close rap friend of mine was killed. And through the process of grieving, and I am still grieving, I lost a lot of friends. Or the flaws of our friendships were amplified. And a lot about me changed. A lot about my life changed. I recognized things about my relationships. Be it, you know, friend relationships, intimate relationships, relationship with my family, relationship with my kids. I learned a lot about me in the time trying to navigate after my father's passing. And I just worked through it. I remember at the funeral, um, my cousin Danielle, I told her, I said, hey, I'm about to turn up. Like, I got to stay busy. I got to work. I got to make dope shit. Make more dope shit. And she was like, I'm here to see it because, you know. And in my mind, I was like, yeah, I'm about to turn the fuck up because I need to keep my mind clear. I need to keep going. And I skipped grieving what some would consider properly. I worked through it, but I never worked on it. And they told me, like, you can't go through what you've been through in the past year and just come back to life happy. You can't do it. you got to work on it. So I'm making a full commitment to see a therapist 
and work on my life. Um, there's parts about my life I just do not handle well. And fortunately for me, I have been working to get it better, get it right. Um, cleaning up a few things, um, taking care of things that I had been putting off and putting in the back burner for quite some time. Th- those things I have actually executed on and got some things out for the docket. But I have not repaired um, emotionally. Um, I deal with a lot of things poorly emotionally. So, and a lot of his mental health is, is my mental health. Um, being in the industry that I'm in and the people I've been around uh, for the last two years, I always hear rappers talk about their mental mental health. And what's upsetting about that and some other people, but why I never I don't understand people who claim to suffer who who claim mental health only when things are failing. When things aren't working right, it's mental health. It's never anxiety. It's never it's always depression. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to be depressed. But don't compare that to depression as a mental health diagnosis. People don't people not fucking with the shit that you're making anymore or your lack of confidence in the things that you're making, all that kind of shit has zero to do with depression as a clinical term. And often that's frustrating to see because let me tell you, two days ago, or three days ago, I woke up. No, I had a shoot. I had a photo shoot. Tuesday night. And I felt great about it. I was over the moon about it. We had a great fucking photo shoot. That morning I woke up. The next morning I woke up. I was like, yo, that shit was fire. I was excited to shoot. I um, mean, excited, excited to edit. Uh, I had some new artwork and shit that was like, oh shit, this is gonna be fire. Like, oh, like I felt great waking up. By 9 a.m., I was ready to fucking slit my fucking throat. I was done. I didn't want to be around people. I didn't want to want to talk to me. I didn't want to deal with shit. I was done. I was done. Clinical depression takes happiness away from you immediately. You know, you know, well, no, I should say you. I won't speak for everybody. For me, I know there's nothing wrong. Nothing happened. I'm just no longer enjoying life that quickly. And people say, you know, it's the power of the mind. You got to think this. Yeah, you're right. It is the power of the mind. My mind 
is telling me I am not happy. It's telling my body I am not happy. It is telling. It's making my motor responses. Do this, even though I know nothing happened. But I cannot explain why I'm so down. Why I'm so hurt, why I'm so broken, why I want to be isolated, why I don't like any of you people. It gives me zero explanation other than to say. Other than to blame me. I got a lot of great shit going. A lot of great shit going. And for like three or four days straight up until like yesterday, late yesterday, or maybe even this morning. Like I I, I stayed in like I was off work and I stayed at home. While I was off, I think I left the house twice. Because I had to like pick up some shit to do this all work for my brother. And then it's like this time of the season where I normally get depression. Like these hit harder. But now it hits even harder. Because it's the first holiday without my dad. Like there will be no text message or call there will be no pop-ups there won't be any of the stuff that I've grown accustomed to you know like what people don't know is like the last four or five years we made like this real effort to grow a little bit better and for me to like be around some of the certain things, whatever, whatever, like, because it was instantly taken away from me and I only worked through it and not on it. Like I am extremely fucked going into this holiday with depression, like legitimate depression. And this is why I have made a true commitment and effort to going back to therapy and working on it instead of working through it. Because at some point, I got to figure it out. I can't continue to let it cripple me. I, I, I just can't. I got kids that depend on me. Um, for me, like, this is what I do when I'm depressed, right? When I'm like down and I know it, spend a whole bunch of fucking money, eat a whole bunch of bullshit. Like I can still get some things done, but I'm one of them people, like people say, you got to make art. You know what I'm saying? Like me working through my issues, I can make dope shit, but not when I'm depressed. When I'm depressed, I don't make anything good because I, I don't think any of it's good. And so I never try to make like things when I'm down. 
when I'm when I'm conscious that I'm down because I abuse the art. It sucks. I start over. I tried to. I tried to do this shit with from the ground up. And I was doing this and I started over. I remember starting over um one of these episodes like five times. I got like uh 15 minutes into it and I didn't like something about it and I just deleted the session. I started over. That was me trying to work like put the art, use the depression as like, nah, I'ma work, I'ma work it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna put some shit out. I'm going to get through it. I, I just got to get clear. I just got to keep working, working, working until I'm no longer down. And then I still have momentum. And that shit did not work. So, you know, like if I'm depressed and I'm not thinking about being depressed, I'm good. Like I can work like, all right, boom, this is happening. But I ain't thinking about it. But when it's on my mind, it's impossible. And then there was like pressure and shit to get things for from the ground up. So that's another thing. But like. Now, bro, like I'm I'm on the other side of a spell now, so I'm like scrambling to get a bunch of other shit done. But in the back of my mind, I know what I'm facing. I know come Thanksgiving, if I'm not there, it's a bunch of phone calls. Like even now, going into Christmas, um, it's like I don't even want to do Christmas the same way. Because that's different for me now. It's not the same. So if it's not the same, I don't want to do it the same. I don't want to do what I've been doing. But this is why I got to go to therapy because I got to figure it out. Got to figure it out. And lucky for me, I tell people all the time, you know, they tell you, yeah, you got to talk about it. You got to do this. That. I got to show. So I can talk about it. I can do what I just did. But the reason I put this out, because I know it's a lot of people who deal with loss and clinical depression and short-term depression. I, I'm not excusing that. I know, you know, acceptance of certain hardships can be tough. Um, so I get that. But I talk about it because, you know, in the ways that I hate how people use the mental health thing as I don't know if it's sympathy I don't know what you call it but like as the way that people use this shit and it irritates the fuck out of me I gotta also let it be okay for people who struggle with the hard part of it who listen to my show to know that like I get that I get that part because, you know, when you see or feel like so many fake people doing it, it hurts the stigma. It makes it feel different. Um, You don't want to talk about it. You don't want to do this. You want to do that. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. But I'm doing that. I'm doing this for people who feel like me, who think like me. 
who understand who I'm connecting with right now who hear this. That yo, I get it. It won't be easy. It won't be easy. You know how they say it gets better. I don't fucking know. I don't know. I do not know if it gets better. Because I've been suffering with depression for a long time. And I suffer from depression, um, seasonal, sad, seasonal, you know, depression as well. That's when it's the toughest. Now, this is the season. Cabin fever and all. Holidays and all. And hey, I open it up. I open it. I open it up even further. When I was diagnosed, and I didn't know, and I'll be ending the episode here shortly. When I was diagnosed, I didn't know. About uh, doctor said, what it is, is you're triggered by the moment of the year that your kids left. Your, well, my, my daughter left. When they left around that time, this is what, like, subconsciously, this is when you start to feel it. And it's true. And I don't even, like, we're so far beyond that that I don't know how it just magically happens at the same time every year. It's worse. Like, this is the peak worse it's about to be. And guess what? It's about the same time now that my father died. So it probably is going to get worse or be worse unless I work on it and not through it. So there you go. Another episode, episode 112 of the I'm Kind of Famous podcast, K-I-N-D-A Famous Pod. That shit was for the people who feel like me, think like me, and uh, whatever like me. But anyway, Facebook.com slash kind of famous pod. Go there now. Ro is famous on Instagram and Twitter. Fuck with me. Kind of uh arrowfilms.com. Get them clean as people collectors. Them shits is dope. I'm saying everybody people getting t-shirts, sweaters, t-shirts, sweaters, long sleeves, bandana, and jogging shorts for the women. Get them jits. Get I'm tripping. Get them shits. And guess what? Nigga didn't even crown this episode. But anyway. So, in light of you kind of famous, why the hell I'm kind of famous? Who the hell she knows?